Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
children have had dreams in regards to end time um, and war and um, I have dreams and my husband has visions and so I'm going to start off with um, a message that I received and it was actually a message that was this is the very first message that I received in regards to World War III I had no clue about it prior to that and so it was a message about World War III, and um, and it had to do with um, that there's going to be nuclear weapons involved, that America is coming under judgment for turning away from from the Lord, and that we will be attacked by Russia in nuclear weapons. And the Lord came to me and said that this is a message for my brother. I had another dream in which I was I was in a, in a house that it wasn't my own. I don't know where I was, but I was with my family. I felt like maybe there were some other people there. And I just felt like I felt like the Lord jolt my heart, like he was trying to get my attention. And I felt I felt I heard all this static in my head. And I felt like that static was the Lord was telling me to turn the radio on, and so I turned the radio on, and um, and the, on the radio it said, um, you know, it was talking about Russia, and it was saying um, about moving, and I knew the Lord was telling me that um, we were getting ready to be attacked, and that we were supposed to go to a different location, and so um, I just remember scrambling 
pack and and trying to quickly leave. Last week, I had I had a dream where I was I was um, I was a soldier, and I I wasn't I didn't feel like I was in America for some reason. I don't know where I was, um, and I I was captured. Um, I was captured by um, a, a different different arms armed um, soldiers and I and I don't know what country they were from and I just remember being taken to this room with these other women and uh, being questioned and I knew in my heart that um, I was going to be killed and they were being really nice to me but I knew that this was just a front to get information out of me and I knew that I was going to be killed afterwards and and then I went to, they were taking me to a different location. Um, I had all this peace inside um, uh, that only could come from the Lord at the time, even though I knew that where they were taking me, that's where I was going to be killed. And then in the same same dream, I it, it completely changed scenery. And I, I now was in America, and I wasn't a soldier, and I was, um, I was at my husband's grandmother's farm and we were well it was just me and I was I was looking from a distance and in the distance I could see this really large trench and it was a really huge trench and there were these tanks military tanks and I they were they were shooting into the trench and I felt in my heart that they were shooting at people um, I just had this feeling that there were people in the trench, um, but after the after the tanks left, I I went to the trench to see who like who was in there, and I didn't see any people. I only saw cows in there, and because uh, there are cows at this farm, and I only saw dead cows in this trench and and no people, and so. Um, and then there was another part of the dream where I um, I followed these tanks to see where they were going, and I remember crawling inside of like a storm drain to to try to hide and from these tanks. And but I, I remember the feeling that they knew I was in in the drain and in the storm drain, and that that I was going to be killed. And I, I didn't know how they knew I was in this storm drain. And, and so when I woke up from this dream, I, I did some research because I, I remembered what the tanks looked like. And I, I had never looked up tanks to see, you know, military tanks to see what countries have what tanks, what they look like. And these tanks were distinct and they had, they were this camo pattern. And I, I started looking up the U.S. and Russian um, tanks and uh, the U.S. tanks were just solid in color, and, and and the Russian tanks. When I looked those up, it was it was a Russian tank, uh, military tank, and so that was um, the last dream that I've had. And so, in regards to my husband's visions, he uh, he's only had visions one time, and they all came in, in the same night. Um, he said he didn't really sleep much at all that night, and and so this happened probably about a month ago. How my husband's vision started was he 
he, he, he got up, he woke up, and uh, he was just laying there praying. And next thing he knew, um, he saw this Bible. And this Bible, the pages were just flipping really fast. And, and, and then the pages just stopped, and then he um, had stopped at particular scripture. And, and whenever he was looking at the scripture, he only could see, like, he could see, like, there was a bunch of writing, but he, he, was, he was just focused. He was just focused on specific scripture that the Lord was trying to show him. And so it was two pieces of scripture that he was shown um, that night. And um, those two pieces of scripture are Acts 2.17. I'm going to turn there. And Acts 2.17 says, um, And it shall come to pass, in the last day, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophecy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see dreams, and or shall have dreams. And so, this was the first one that the Lord brought him to. I feel like the Lord was telling him that this is the time of the end, and that he, um, this is why he's getting vision. And um, the second piece of scripture that he was brought to was Revelation. And it was Revelation 6.15. And it reads, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every freeman, hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. And then um, that was the last thing he saw in the Bible um, that, the, that God was showing him. And then the scenery changed. And then he was standing on top of this hill. And he was looking in the distance. And in the distance he could see the mountain where Camp David is. And um, Camp David is the underground bomb shelter for the president. And he he was looking at this mountain, and he said all of a sudden multiple missiles were fired at Camp David. And he just saw missile after missile after missile hit Camp David. And he said um, he just remembers feeling in his heart that, that the, whoever was in that bomb shelter wasn't going to get out. Um, he just felt that in his heart. And that was, um, so those were the two, the two visions that my husband had. Um, I'll, I'll now tell you about my daughter, my daughter and her, um, and her dreams. Um, now my daughter has been walking with the Spirit of God for years and I didn't even realize it. I didn't even know what it meant to be born again. I thought I considered myself a Christian. I had no clue. I didn't know all of the things that she was doing were, um, you know, all the things that she was changing in her life were, was because that the Holy Spirit was convicting her. And probably about four or five years ago, she had a dream. And in this dream, she remembers being prepared. She, she knew she was being prepared by the Lord to fight and it was a spiritual battle and she was going to be in, in, in God's army and she was going to be fighting the forces of evil in her dream and this was many years ago 
well, many years ago, four or five years ago, not really many, but anyway, but uh, that was the first dream that she had, and recently, this was just um, last week, she had this dream where she saw this map, and on the map, she saw all of our streams and lakes and rivers and all of our bodies of water, and then she saw all of them start to recede, and they were all drying up, and there was there was no more water. And she felt the Lord telling her that God will provide for his people, that she shouldn't worry that God was going to provide for his people. And, and then um, the scene switched, and she, um, she saw uh, one of her family members, and I'm not going to say who, but this family member became really disoriented, and it was as though they were possessed. And that person began to transform into an evil giant. And then this person went to the city to harm people. And um, that was the end of her dream, her dreams that she's had recently. And my my son, uh, he's, he's only eight. And um, the things that have uh, you know, how God has been working in his heart has been crazy. Uh, he will feel the Holy Spirit. He, he'll feel all this warmth inside. He'll tell me how, Mom, I just feel all this warmth inside, and I just love God. I just love Jesus so much, Mom. And it just warms my heart. And so um, he has felt the need to talk to certain people about the Lord. He feels like the Holy Spirit guiding him to do so. Um, he's had a message for me. Um there was, uh, when I first got the message about, you know, World War III and the nuclear bombs, and I started to realize that the end times are coming. I actually was hoping in my heart that I was going to be taken out with one of the nuclear bombs. I thought, oh, it'd be nice just to be taken out quickly and, and you know, not to have to, you know, to suffer through the tribulation. And so there was this one night that, that my son came up to me and he said, Mom, I have a message I have to tell you. And he said, the Lord wants you to know that if you have faith, that he will protect you from those bombs. And, oh, it just, I felt like that message meant so much more than that. I I do have faith that God would protect me if that's his will. And, but I felt like the message meant more because God knew that my in my heart I was hoping to go out with one of these bombs. And I felt like this was God telling me, is not your time this is not my that's not my will for you you have a job to do and that job is to save souls and I feel like he's preparing me for something in the time of the end and I, and I don't really know what what that is um, but I feel like that was a message of you know have your, your job's not done and and um, I need to have faith in, in God's will for me I love you friends uh, God bless. Um, this message wasn't meant to bring fear to anybody. Uh, it's, you know, I just have to share what the Lord has revealed to me. I, um, I had a dream. And this dream, I was back home in Toronto. And um, I was walking around a city street. And as I looked up, I could see warplanes flying overhead. And I just, for some reason, I knew that they were Russian planes and that they were going towards the U.S. 
And um, I'm not sure exactly how I knew, but I knew um, I knew wholeheartedly that it was Russia that was flying overhead, and they were not flying um, to Canada, but they were flying just past Canada and into the U.S. So uh, I shared that with Philip after he shared his um, his revelation with me, and um, just felt uh, confirmation with that. I have a crazy dream to tell you. If I do start crying, you know, it is what it is. But it was very serious and very, very sad to me. So I will be sharing that with you now. So the dream starts out. I'm walking into my grandparents, um, the grandparents on my dad's side. I open the door, and my wife's parents are sitting in a living room. My daughter walks up from the doctor's office in my grandfather's room. He was a doctor. At the, um, at the, at the home, it was in, on the mid-level. She walks up, and she's crying. I guess, what's the matter, honey? What's going on? She says, Rose's parents, they haven't told you? And I'm like, I'm puzzled. She walks uh, me to the TV, and Taiwan has been attacked. And um, they're being slaughtered. She looks at my, uh, my wife's parents and says, the Philippines, the phone lines have all been hijacked. They're dead. Nobody can get through to anybody. Um, they can't get a hold of Rose's grandma. That's my wife's uh, grandparents. Um, the news, cuts to a, uh, the news cuts to a special report that North Korea has sent ICBMs to Japan and two have been shot down already, um, but exploded and believed to be of a nuclear force off of Hawaii. Um, they're telling people to shelter in place and they show on the TV people running from the beach. For fear of imminent uh, catastrophe, prevailing winds will push fallout towards all major cities and military installments. My dad walks down from the upstairs and is crying. He's holding my youngest son, um, Kylo. Um, I ask, you know, where's Bodhi? And he, he's like, Bodhi's in school. Um, I'm like, well, we have to go get him. Like, what do you mean? Um, so we go, um, I run to the door to get to the car, and I see tanks are down at the end of the street. Um, the, uh, the way that the tanks were moving, you could see their exhaust, black, you know, black filling the air. The Humvee comes down from the mountain my grandparents lived on, and I go to get in my car, and it's dead. I run to the Humvee and ask for the military for a military escort to pick up my son. Um, is it okay if you guys take me to the, you know the school pick up my kid real fast? Um, the soldier from uh, the back window explains an EMP has been detonated above the clouds of the United States. Then says all buses have been ordered to Fort Dix. Um, it's a protection act. And he said, like, 4423 of the Government uh, Protection Act. Um, it is now in motion for the future of American values and humanity. Uh, I go and run back into the house, but now I'm standing in, like, military camo at my house, at my parents' house, where they live. Um, the sky is orange. It's like the sun is setting. I'm looking for my wife. Uh, I have, like, an M14 uh, machine gun in my arms. Uh, the front door is locked, so I run to the backyard, and I see my mom, and she's, like, crying her eyes out. I'm like, what's, Mom, what's up, man? What's going on? And then I see, the, I see I, in front of her, I see, like, boots stand, you know, sitting there um, with a helmet on top of them. Uh, my mom says, your father, you know, he really loved your kids. Um, I look around, like, kind of look up, like, what? Like, what's going on? And the houses around me are all boarded up as if, People aren't living them anymore, or something. I don't know. Um, the sense was that like a lot of people had died. My youngest runs up and says, "I miss Poppy, and I really miss Bodie. That's my middle son, um, the one that he took the Fort Dix in the dream." 
I start to kind of cry, like I'm getting upset. The sense is that everyone's dead. And I go, where's Kylo, Mommy? Or where, Kylo, where's Mommy? He looks up with a face of true devastation and being broken. He says, Mommy's fighting the war in heaven now, so we can all be happy again. A A soldier comes up behind me and says, Lucifer is losing, sir. The Antichrist uh, killed a lot of good people, and they only uh, made God's army stronger. And for that, we'll have a place to go, you know, when we do die. Um, the war in heaven is just getting worse and worse, but uh, God's army is getting bigger and stronger. And I kind of was walking to the front of the house, and then I, I woke up. But I just wanted to tell you guys about that dream, and... Um, the whole Taiwan thing is weird because I keep having these dreams that come true about all this stuff. So, I don't know. I love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. As you can see, kind of, the dream kind of broke me up. I'm kind of upset about it. But um, I love y'all. I had a very strong vision. It wasn't a dream. It was a vision. And I was taken up by a very powerful angel and taken to New York and he took me up in this high-rise building and at the very top we were looking from that point towards the city I could see the city of Manhattan and the angel was talking to me I just cannot remember the words but he was talking about words of judgment that's this much I know and he was showing me everything that would take place in New York And he started to show me through, uh, uh, from this high rise, a uh, nuclear war attack coming onto New York. And, and missiles were raining upon New York. And I could see in slow motion, I could see each building pulverized as it was coming down. People had no time to run. People had no time to escape. This came suddenly. Suddenly in an hour, as he tells us in Revelation 18, it came suddenly, folks. And it was so devastating and so much. It was the entire city was being destroyed, utterly destroyed. I saw the Brooklyn Bridge, which is a bridge made out of steel. It snapped in like twigs in four pieces and, and it fell to the water. Like twigs, it just snapped. The, the, the violence of this attack was so strong and the, the amount of missiles that were coming down was so severe. And everything was being pulverized before my eyes. And I'm, I'm watching all of this in horror. And as I'm watching all of this, I see a major tsunami, like a major tsunami, come up and swallow up. It was swallowing up Manhattan. And like I said, the sky was totally gray, full of smoke, black, full of uh, missiles, uh, warplanes. All I can describe is like warplanes. I don't know if there were uh, drones, but... It was a massive, massive attack taking place. And people had no escape. They had no, they could not run. Building after building after building after building. 
And this is what was shown to me. For the Lord warns his people. Before he brings judgment, he warns his people. I'm not telling you what to do. You have to seek the Lord and ask him what to do. He will tell you what to do. But I tell you that it is dire that you seek him. The Lord is warning his people with very strong messages to get his people to come back to him. He loves us. He adores us. And he doesn't want for any man to perish. It's for us to come to him and obey. Obey his word. Obey his commandments. Just a couple nights ago, the Lord actually gave me a dream, and this is how it goes. So my wife and I were ministering to a woman who we know, and we immediately felt a violent shake in the house. We run outside, look up, and I see that the streets from the distance, there's just black smoke just covering the skies. And when I start to see the smoke, me and my wife, our stomachs turned, and we immediately knew, oh my gosh, it's here. The Lord warned us and it's here. The invasion is starting. And right when I looked up, I saw a Russian jet plane with a bunch of missiles on it swoop down and do a, a bombing pass over a freeway. I look to the right and I see the freeway and it's pretty much all across the United States. But these freeways were absolutely jam-packed with cars. As far as you could see, there were cars on top of cars on top of cars and people were honking and panicking and trying to escape. And the Russians blew up the freeway and it blew up all the cars. And when it blew up, me and my wife ran back inside, sat down and were like, well, we have to submit to what they're gonna do. And so the Holy Spirit took me in the spirit to show me what it will be like with the Russians ruling over us. And to put it quite simply, absolute lawlessness and affliction and I just saw how absolutely lawless it's going to be when the Russians rule over the United States so when I woke up from this dream it literally felt like a physical bomb went off right next to me my body was shaking my ears were just about ringing and I'm not gonna lie to you there was like a panic of war upon me I'm just being honest as if I was just in a battlefield and the Lord just pulled me out and threw me into back into real life and I was just completely shaken up and the Holy Spirit started talking to me. And he said, the weak Christians won't make it. When bad things happen, the weak Christians are the ones who get an attitude when things don't go their way. He said, get used to all night prayer nights and get used to fastings. Get used to this so that when they invade, you have the spiritual stamina to respond correctly. I had a very vivid dream. In this dream, I had an individual uh, whom I personally know, who's in my family, come to me uh, in this dream. And he says, have you... Uh, you need to check the news out. And I said, why? What's going on? He said, it's on all over the radio. It's on television. I said, what is it? He said, you need to go turn the television on. I said, okay, okay, okay. And I turn on the television. Um, and what I'm going to show you, and I try to find a, an image that would best depict what I saw in my dream. So this is the best thing I could find. And I'll elaborate a little bit more on this as I'm talking about this. But let me, I'm going to show you what. Um, and this this is an image um, of America being invaded. Uh, and in this image, they're being invaded from the west and from the east. But in the dream, I saw a map just like this. Now I didn't see I didn't see these towers right here, so this wasn't in there. But I saw I saw from the, uh, from the west, from the east, and from the north. There was nothing coming from the south. Okay, uh, in this dream. I heard the newscast 
uh, the news broadcaster said, ladies and gentlemen, we are witnessing extraordinary events that are taking place in America. Uh, it is apparent that we are being invaded. And I heard this in my dream. And he said, if there was ever a time to pray, it would be now. That's all I heard in this dream. Now, here's where it gets crazy. Ready? Again, I saw there was an invasion coming from the west, from the east, and it was coming from the north. And it was, and I want to say this, this is where it became detailed. It was air and sea. Again, let me say that again. It was air and sea. I saw bombers and warships, submarines. Uh, again, warships, submarines, and bombers. Uh, it was coming from, in, in, in these, uh, and again, it was on the news. We were sitting here watching this on the news, and you could see them coming in from the west. They were coming in from the east, and they were coming in from the north. There was nothing coming in from the south. Now, guys, here's where it gets chilling. When I saw the, you know, these different types of military vehicles and so on and so forth, when uh, they were like zoomed in, it was amplified to me. And this is what I saw. I saw I saw the colors on. Uh, the 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 uh, the nation that was invading us. I was permitted to see the colors, and this is what I saw, guys. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you hear me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you hear me? Hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you hear me? Thank you, Lord. Okay, sounds clear clear. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. May God bless you. Hallelujah. Everyone who's listening in in the Lord's Hour, in the chat room, in the air, hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for being here, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, Heavenly Father. Holy Spirit, they charge my protection. Hallelujah. And cover me, Jesus, with your holy and mighty blood. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, to me and my family. And everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour, Lord, protect them all, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And may the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind every demon from north, south, east, west, up and down in the air, everywhere. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind every demon in the mighty name of Jesus. And break their powers by the blood of Jesus and send them all to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power all over this place. We repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sins that we have committed against you, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord Jesus, from all unrighteousness, Lord Jesus, and keep us clean, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray, Father God, that you will send archangels, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. To back us up, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, ministry to your people tonight. Use me, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm your servant, Lord Jesus. And this is for you. This is for your for your glory, Lord Jesus. Glory be to you, Lord God Almighty. I honor you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. La honra y la gloria para el Señor Jesucristo. The glory and the honor to you, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all of this place. Fire and power all of this place. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ministry to your people tonight. Lord Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, because we are in the last days, and whoever is going through pain, may the Lord give you the strength Hallelujah. And remember that he will wipe away every tear from your eyes. And death shall be no more, says the word of God. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. Pass away, says the word of God in Revelation 21, verse 4. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're welcome to this place. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit of God. In Jesus, Lord, help me, Lord. And ministry to your people tonight, Lord, because a lot of people are going through pain during this moment. And my brothers and sisters, hallelujah, it's part of the process to be purified. God is purifying us and refining us like gold, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory be the name of the Lord. Romans 3, verse 18 says the word of God, for I consider that the suffering of these present times are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Praise the living God. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. That's the word of God. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushing spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fear and trial when it comes upon you to test you, says the word of God, as though, hallelujah, something is strange were happening to you. But rejoice in, in, in so far as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you, says the word of God. But let none of your suffer as a murderer or as a thief or an evildoer or as a uh, meddler. Yet if anyone suffered as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in their name. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. 
and now and we are at those moments too, my brothers and sisters, that are some of us are suffering, but we gotta praise God in the middle of suffering. We gotta the Lord in the middle of pain. Hallelujah. God is hallelujah dealing with some people that are in pain. They're dealing he's dealing with some people that are suffering. Hallelujah. And but praise God. Praise the Lord. Because God, hallelujah, is doing great things. God is doing something, hallelujah, that you will not understand right now, but you will understand later, hallelujah, because that's how God works, hallelujah. He works in mysterious ways, hallelujah. But all the glory to God, all the honor to God, through the suffering, all the glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is awesome. God is good. Hallelujah. The word of God tells us, hallelujah, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my first rest, my God in whom I trust, and we have to trust. We're going to suffer and pain. We've got to trust the Lord on this one. We've got to trust the Lord for things that are happening in the world. Everything is going, it's going crazy in the world, Right? For, but he will deliver us from the snare of the faultless is the word of God and from the deadly pestilence for whatever is coming, hallelujah, virus or whatever it is, he will protect us. He will cover you, says the word of God, with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow, hallelujah, that flies by day, because that's our God who protects us and always taking care of us. Because God, hallelujah, is the only one who cares. Jesus is the only one who cares for you, for your soul, hallelujah. Hallelujah for your spirit. Praise the living God. Blessed be the God. Hallelujah. And Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercy, sister of God, and God of all. Hallelujah. Comfort, who comfort us in all our affliction. No, so don't worry. So that we may be able to comfort those who are in, a, in any affliction too. Praise the Lord. With the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God, for as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation, says the word of God. And if we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which you experience when you patiently endure the same suffering that we suffer. Our hope for you is unshaking, for we know that as you share in our sufferings, you will also share in our comfort. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory and the honor to you, my Lord, my King. Hallelujah. Praise be the Lord and the Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. All Psalms, says Psalms 23, 1, verse 6 of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I should not want he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul because only Jesus can restore your soul. Hallelujah. Only him can restore your soul. He gave you, hallelujah, your soul. Hallelujah. You belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. Just give your life to Jesus and seek the Lord in these horrible moments that we're living right now in the world, that the world is going crazy and it's upside down. 
But only the Lord, hallelujah, can restore your soul. He leads me in path, says the word of God, of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will evil. For you are with me, hallelujah. You're riding your staff. They comfort me, my Lord. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, says the word of God. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because everything that God gives is good. Hallelujah. For I know the plans of says the word of God. I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Because the Lord gives us a future. Hallelujah. A blessing future, hallelujah. And he gives us hope, hallelujah. Versus the enemy doesn't give you any hope. He doesn't give you any future. What the enemy does and what he, what he wants is the soul of the human being. So because he has, he's already been condemned, he knows that he has no salvation anymore. He has been judged already. So that's why he wants everyone to go to hell with him, but do not let him. You have hope, hallelujah. You have a future through Jesus Christ. He is our salvation. He gave his life for you and me so we could have hope and future, hallelujah. And so we can have life also. Because if we don't have Jesus in our life, If we don't have Jesus in our life, we have death. He is the life. He is the fountain of life. He is the bread, hallelujah, of life, the living God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He is our bread. He is the fountain, hallelujah, of life. He is everything, hallelujah, that we hope so, that we want in our life. No one cares but Jesus Christ. That is why we seek the Lord, and we want to be with the Lord, and we want the Lord to save us. Because what is coming, friend that are listening, what is coming, there's nothing good. Take a good look what's happening everywhere in the world, everywhere. God is soon, hallelujah, to take his people home. Romans 5, 3, 4, not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering. Knowing that suffering produces endurance, that's what suffering does, and that's what a pain does. It produces endurance. And endurance produces character, and character produces hope. Everything is about hope. Because with God, hallelujah, we have hope. Every day we have hope. We pray, hallelujah, and we repent for our sins. We got hope. That Jesus, hallelujah, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness and keep us clean.
because, hallelujah, thank God that he sent Jesus to save us. If it weren't for the Lord, we wouldn't have any hope. He is our hope. Hallelujah. And our salvation. No one comes to the Father except through me, says the word of God. That's what Jesus says. He is the door, hallelujah, to heaven. For Christ also suffered once for sins. Who's First Peter 3.18. For Christ also suffered once for sins. The righteous and righteous. That he might bring us to God. Being put to death in the flesh. But may our life in this spirit. In the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah, you go ahead and give an advice, a counsel to some to someone that rejected and it rejected and doesn't want to know. The word of God calls it a fools. We cannot reject wisdom. We cannot reject instruction. We have to love. We have to like instruction because that's how, hallelujah, we obtain wisdom. Hallelujah. Proverbs 1, 7, that's what the word of God says. We have to, hallelujah, it's a good fear to fear the Lord. It is the beginning of knowledge, says the word of God, and full despise wisdom and instruction. So be careful. Do not despise wisdom and instruction because it is good. It is actually good for you. Hallelujah. And the most important thing is because that's how it starts. The fear of the Lord is the beginning. For God is not a God of confusion. 1 Corinthians 14.33. But of peace as in all churches of the saints. And that is what is coming, and that is actually what is happening right now. There's, a, there's, there's some people that are confused because they're going and clicking on some videos of YouTube, finding out of some people that don't believe in the rapture. Stay away from it. Run away. If you know that the person does not believe in the rapture and is giving you instructions about the uh, about that the rapture does not exist, walk away immediately. Change, hallelujah, that video that you were watching. Close it up. And that happens only if you fall for it. It's because you haven't read the word of God. You got to read the word of God. If you will be reading the word of God, take the word of God. Put it on your, uh, hallelujah, next to your bed. Read it. The word of God, hallelujah, is a lot, has a lot of knowledge. It will set you free. It will give you the truth. The word of God is the word of God. There in the Bible, it's very clear. It let us know about the rapture, that it will happen. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. You got to be careful because in the last days, but understand this is the word of God in 2 Timothy 3, 1, 5, that in the last days, that, hallelujah, there will become times of difficulties. People will be lovers of, of self, lovers of money, 
proud, arrogant, abused, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless. A lot of things. Unappeasable. Islanders without self-control. Brutal. Not loving good. Treasure. Tre- uh, uh, treacherous. Reckless. Swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness but denying its power. Avoid such people. What does the word of God tells us? To avoid such people. The Bible tells us what to do. What is good for us and what is not good for us. What is it that you need to stay away from it? And what are the things that you need to pay attention and stay with it? So these last days, you've got to be careful not to be deceived. There's so many people out there knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days. With a scoffing, following their own sinful desires, they will say, where's, where's the promise of his coming? Where's the promise of his coming? The Bible is letting us know here, church, forever since the fathers fall asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation be, be careful. Don't listen to such people that is letting you know that the rapture will not happen. Don't listen to it. Don't. The video. What you need to do is read the word of God. Second Timothy three one seventeen. But I understand this that in the last days there will be come times of difficulties. And let us know in Second Timothy again. For people will be lovers of themselves. Money, proud, arrogant, abused, disobedient. And such more. Hallelujah. But the word of God tells us in Matthew twenty four. 4244, therefore stay awake for you to not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that is, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he will have stay awake and will not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. So what happened when, hallelujah, of Noah, that the rain came and only Noah's family were able to escape from the disaster that it was poor on the whole world. The rain came and wiped everybody out away. Now, didn't the Lord protect Noah's family? He was with them. It's the same thing that is going to happen. God is going to take his people. He's going, hallelujah. 
He's good. The rapture will happen. He's going to protect and take his people away from the wrath. But a lot of Christians are not believing, which is sad, confuse you. A lot of people are believing that, that there's no rapture and that we all are going to go through tribulation. Unbelievable. And these are people that don't read their Bible, pray, or fast. If you don't believe in the rapture, you will be left behind. The people tells us things. Some people don't fall for it. The Bible tells us very clear. Thessalonians 4, 17, then we who are alive, we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together, caught up together, caught up, rapture, caught up together with them in the clouds, in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. Can this be? And so we will always be with the Lord. And the rapture, it is closer than ever. Why? Take a good look. What's happening with Israel? What's happening with the watch? Israel is our clock. What is happening with Israel? Those that believe Again, that the rapture will never happen, you are in a big error. That's a big mistake. First Thessalonians five nine, the Bible tells us that for God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The tribulation is gonna be the wrath of God. Some people are thinking that we are already in tribulation or meet halfway to tribulation, and that is all false. None of us, none of that is real. They're thinking that everything what is happening now are already judgments of the tribulation. If we were already in the great tribulation, great tribulation, as some people think, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. No, we wouldn't. We'll be hiding right now. We'll be hiding for our life. Already a stations or preaching the word of God. That's not going to happen. They will not allow that to happen because it will be a new world order and a new and one religion. None of that, it wouldn't be happening right now. You know, 
how will the Antichrist will be functioning right now when the church, hallelujah, has power and the Holy Spirit is, is, is with us and is here? Satan cannot use or activate his powers while the church of God, hallelujah, and the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is so powerful that there's no demons or principalities or Satan that will resist. The enemy cannot operate his powers. Think about it. Tribulation will be devastating. The Bible tells us, for then shall be great tribulation such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, nor ever should be, Matthew 24, 21. Think about it. Great tribulations has, it has not been from the beginning of the world until now. Yeah, we're seeing right now crazy things. We're seeing evil. We're seeing this and that. But it's not going to be compared. Think about what happened in the days of Noah. The whole world got wiped out. But God protected him and his people. And that's exactly how it's going to happen, too. The God is going to come, hallelujah, Jesus, and he is going to rapture, hallelujah, his people home. The tribulation, great tribulation, it will not be like a Sodom and Gomorrah. It will be worse. It will not be like the First or Second World War. It will be worse. There's nothing, not even such as earthquakes, tsunamis, combining together tornadoes and things that have happened that it will be compared to the Great Tribulation. So don't get confused. Neither be afraid. Stay awake. Because any moment, the trumpet will sound. Hallelujah. Only God knows. Only he knows the day and the hour. But we are knowing. We know that it's getting closer because things are cooking. Things are going. They're going left and right everywhere in the world. But if you think that what you are seeing happening now, we are already in the beginning of the tribulation, you are in an error too. Don't let the enemy put thoughts or things in your mind and stop listening to the people that are telling you that you're already in tribulation. Stop listening to those, to anyone, anyone that we're already in tribulation or that we're just in the beginning or we're just in halfway. No, God is a God of order. Seven years of tribulation. And the word of God again remind us. And let us know 
hallelujah, that the, that the great tribulation will be such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now. It's going to be a total horrifying. It's going to be a disaster. Don't let the enemy confuse you. The Bible doesn't lie. Read it. Read it. John 8, hallelujah, 31 to 32. The truth will set you free. So Jesus said to the Jews who have believed him, hallelujah, who, who have believed him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Hallelujah. And the truth is the word of God. We have to read the word of God so we will not be confused in this last days. Deception. It's everywhere. The tribulation will be 10,000, 1,000 times more words. Incredible. Read it for yourself. And you will be, hallelujah, God will set you free, says the word of God. So let's read the Bible. Don't listen to those who don't believe in the rapture. Because it will get you confused. Hallelujah. Have your Bible next to you. Have your Bible next to you and and everywhere you go. Read it. Hallelujah. You don't want to be left behind believing all this, all this nonsense that you first you were believing in the rapture and now you're not believing in the rapture because you were listening to someone that got you confused. You cannot be listening to people like that. Got to read the word of God. Hallelujah. And believe what the word of God is, t- is telling you. Believe it. Because it is, hallelujah, reading in the word of God. Coming next, it will be more difficult. There will be more events. The Bible tells us that in the last days, Second Timothy 3, 1, 5, but understand this, that in the last days, there will be, there will be, come times of, there will be come times of difficulties. So time is running out. Many countries are going against Israel, which is sad. And USA is close to be, to, to attack, or to be attacked close to be invaded and the economy to the floor. The only thing we have is the church, the Bible, the voice of God. This nation, along with many other ones, are, have turned and are turning their backs to God with things that are doing. And many other countries are really bad, too. China has eliminated God, the Bible, have burned up mountains of Bible. Incredible. It's, it's just sad. And many other countries. And you know what? Then the Antichrist is going to get all the enemies of Israel to come against Israel, which is sad. Everything is lining up. And China and Russia are together and enemies of Israel, along with Iran and many other ones. 
But these things, unfortunately, they have to happen. And I think that, sadly, but America follows him in two. Only Jesus, hallelujah, can save us. So let's give our life to Jesus, hallelujah, and run to Jesus. Seek the Lord where he can still be found. And give him your heart. Because the last days are going to be deceitful. Hallelujah. That's why we got to read the word of God and stay with the word of God. 2 Timothy 3.1, but understand this, that in the last days, there will be times of difficulty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, and help us and give us a strength, Lord Jesus. For this moments, difficult moments that are happening, all this confusion and difficult days. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. Jesus said to him, that's why we need to seek the Lord. We've got to run to the Lord. And hallelujah, friends, seek for his salvation. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Very clear, the word of God. Jesus is letting us know. Hallelujah. That he is the only way. And that he is the only truth. And that he is the life. And no one comes or goes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Very clear. says it very clear. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Hallelujah. Don't let your love, don't let your love go away or growing cold. Because what is happening now in these last moments or days, some people, faith is weak or have no faith, and even their love had grown cold. It says it in the word of God in Matthew 24, verse 12. And because lawlessness will be increased, the love of many will grow cold. Pray, hallelujah, that your love will never grow cold. It will always stay. It will always stay hot. It will always stay, hallelujah, strong, hallelujah, for everyone, hallelujah, and for the love of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is good. Oh, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Fire and power. Hallelujah. All over this place. Hallelujah. Afterward, the children of Israel shall return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and they shall come in fear to the Lord and to his goodness in the latter days, Hosea 3, verse 5. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place, Matthew 24, 34. Run to the Lord before it's too late, hallelujah, and find him where he can still be found, hallelujah. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. But Matthew 24, 24 is letting us know to be careful. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ. Or there he is. Do not believe it. Oh, cancel or delete that YouTube. Stay away from it. Uh-huh. Be careful for false Christ and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders so as to live straight, if possible, even the elect. There's nothing more to stay safe, and it will never fail you. It's the work of God. I tell my family, no, 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 no. And please don't get me wrong when I'm saying this. Because they have invited me to go to churches. No, 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 no. I don't want to. You know why? Because there's so many churches that they give false teaching. No. I'm okay. I'm okay here in the house, praising God, reading my word of God. Hallelujah. Reading the word of God. Reading the word of God and trusting Jesus. Trusting Jesus. Trusting Jesus. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. But sisters, but then the word of God tells us that we have to... Yes, we have to, and welcome, welcome to the Lord's hour, yes. This is a place to be uh, uh, united, hallelujah. And, and, and to be hallelujah with Jesus and to be with our brothers and sisters, right? Like you are listening to me, hallelujah. But I got to be careful what I say. I have to be careful. That's why, you know, most of the times I just come here and read the word of God to you because I don't want to say something that I'm interpreting it or something that is, 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 is just maybe not right or not lining up. No, I let, I let the Holy Spirit work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. By going, look at what happened with COVID, when COVID was around. So many churches got closed because so many churches were just talking about prosperity and about prosperity and about prosperity. A lot of those churches are closed. And they were asking people for money. Oh, if you don't give this donation, if you don't give 30 bucks or you don't give 100 bucks, you will not be blessed. A lot of those churches, what happened to those churches? They're gone. Preach about repentance. We have to preach, hallelujah, about the unholiness, about, hallelujah, the holiness, about being righteous and being right with God and about holiness and rebuke. What is not holy? And some people don't like, they don't like to hear this because they, because they just like to hear what they want to hear or what is convenient for them or according to whatever they're seeing they are. They just want to listen to that. It's convenient for them because, you know, it's, it, for them, it's okay. It's okay to be sinning, and it's okay to be listening to those things because it's convenient, and it is. It tickles their ears, and it satisfies them. It makes them feel good. Run away from that. Run away from it. 
read the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God warns us and the word of God tells us very clear about sin. Also tells us about righteousness, about unrighteousness, about holiness, about sin. Going on, what is it that, you know, pastors now or some teachers or anyone out there, they don't want to talk about it. That's why I tell my family, no, it's okay. I'm reading my word. God, thank you, though. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. I'm okay here with Jesus. I'm okay here with Jesus Christ, my Savior. Hallelujah. And if I'm going to listen to some YouTubers, I got to be careful. And if the first very two, three seconds, if I don't like something, delete it, delete it, delete it. Nope, not good. Delete it. But how do I know? It's because I'm reading the Word of God. It's not lining up. It's not according to what the Word of God is telling us. Hello? And that's how you find out. But if you don't read the Word of God, you're going to be deceived. It's very dangerous. Not knowing the Scriptures is very dangerous. You're going to be exposed. So I encourage you, hallelujah, I encourage you to read the word of God and trust, hallelujah, his word and trust Jesus Christ. Praise the living God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Second Peter 3, 3, knowing this, first of all, that scoffers will come in the land following their own sinful desires. Uh-huh. See, that's exactly what I was letting you know what I was talking to you about. Be careful. They only do it to follow their own sinful desires. So even people that are just saying these things on YouTube or not believing, not believing about the rapture, be careful. Be careful following what? their own sinful desires. If you give me a hundred bucks, oh, I, 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 you know, you will be blessed. What is it? Following their own sinful desires. Be careful. Oh, let me go to YouTube and let me follow so-and-so because I'm going to get a thousand or I'm going to get like about a million people because this this guy has like about a million people already. Ooh, and I'm just going to get some money. Be careful. Be careful because you are just doing a yes. You know what? This 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 pastor is a good pastor, and I am going to 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 put this on YouTube. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna follow this person, uh, so then I can, uh, 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 I, I can get that too. If you're doing it for that reason, it's worthless what you're doing. It's better that you give the word of God in a humble way to anyone that needs it, but without asking money, without receiving anything. Because, hallelujah, and the great judgment, we will give an account to God 
for everything what we did on earth, what we did, and hallelujah, and what we're not did. We got to be careful. We have to be careful with the word, God. We have to be careful, hallelujah, how we preach. We got to be careful how we give the word, God. We have to have some respect to the king and honor the king, hallelujah, because we will give an account for what we have said, what we have spoken. Every time I come here and say, Lord, forgive me, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I repent, my Lord, because I am a sinner too. I sin, and God forgives me for his mercy. Hallelujah. He cleansed me and washed my sins away. And I'm glad that he gave me this opportunity to come here and give you the word of God. When I give it to you, I carefully give it to you. I read the word of God. Hallelujah. Got to be careful in these last days. But you will not be deceived if you read the word of God. And you will not be deceived, hallelujah, if you're just trusting Jesus. Praise the living God. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 24, 7, verse 8, for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That's exactly what we're seeing, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. That's what we're seeing. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. Ukraine, Israel, Russia, China, Iran wants to, like, jump in. You know, China wants to jump into Taiwan. And along with other Middle Eastern countries, they just want to, they, they, they want to see Israel wiped out. And you know what? That's not going to happen. At the end, God is going. He's going, hallelujah, to, to put them the place, his kingdom, hallelujah, the millennium. Oh, praise the living God. He's going to reign, hallelujah, in heaven and earth and he is going hallelujah to do it much better yes sadly Israel is going right now through a tough situation and that is why we have to pray we got to pray for Israel we have to pray for the peace of Israel hallelujah my brothers and sisters if you go and read history, remember what happened? I believe it was Italy. I don't know if it was Italy or a place there in Italy that got wiped out. It was wiped out with a volcano. Almost everyone died. Go back in history and read it. I don't have it with me right now. It was incredible. When God wants to clean, that's it. Yeah, we feel sorry. We feel bad for some people that are suffering. But some people have gone. All these people, you know, that uh, are, um, 
are going that are against Israel for years and years and years and also brainwash. They want to see, they just want to see Israel destroyed and they just want to kill the Jews. Evil it is. And that's why, you know, God is in control and we have to let God be in control. We can't say nothing, which all we need to do is pray. That's all we need to do is just pay to God. Hallelujah. God knows. He knows what is happening. He knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. And he has allowed this to happen because my brothers and sisters, Sodom and um, look what, oh, here's another simple, Sodom and Gomorrah. Boom, Noah. When the rain came, the whole world wiped out. God is a God of mercy and God of love, but also a consuming fire. And we cannot mock God. And we cannot, you know, some of these people that have done horrible stuff, these evil people that did what they did on October 7th, it was evil, right? It was just evil. And you know what? The prayers, they go to the throne of God. And there is a time when God says enough is enough. All we need to do is prepare ourselves for the rapture, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. We need to ask Jesus for help. We need to stay, hallelujah, in the right track. We need, hallelujah, to seek the Lord and ask God to forgive us for our sins and to repent daily because we sin every day. Hallelujah. Praise God for his uh, for for his mercy, and we just, that's all we need to do. We just got to get ready. We got to stay away from sin. We got to walk away from sin. Hallelujah. Praise God. We have to keep our eyes, hallelujah, on Jesus. We have to seek the Lord when he can still be found. We got to stay right with God. We have to stay and living in righteousness and in holiness. Because no one will see God without holiness. And that is going, we're going to have our lambs full with oil. Hallelujah. Having our lambs full with oil, hallelujah. When Jesus comes and raptures his church. And if, hallelujah, obeying God and staying righteousness. Praying at all times, fasting, you're on the right track. You'll be okay. Hallelujah. You'll be raptured. Praise God. And that's what we need to do. Yes, we're seeing the Middle East, what is happening. We're seeing, you know, uh, what China is doing, what Russia is doing, all the movements, right? Everything is lining up. Everything is lining up for the for the tribulation. That's exactly what is happening. Everything is lining up, getting things ready. The enemy is just getting his things ready. 
because the tribulation is the coming of Christ is imminent. Nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, earthquakes, tsunamis, tornadoes, plagues. We have seen it all, right? The word of God is spread everywhere around the world with this technology. is everywhere. We're living in grace. Hallelujah. And so far, according to the word of God, the only thing, hallelujah, that is missing and is left and is about to happen is the rapture. So that's why we need to just be ready with God and not pointing so-and-so and so-and-so and stop and stop pointing people, you know, it's just and searching videos about what is so-and-so saying. This is the moment that you got to be careful is everywhere. The word of God warns us and tells in Galatians 6, 7, 8, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever whatever one sows, that will, that will he also reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh <clears throat> will, will from the flesh reap corruption, but he, but the one who, who sows to the spirit will, will from the spirit reap eternal life. Proverbs 10, 9, whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out. Proverbs 12, 22, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who act faithfully are his delight. Psalm 62, 2, your tongue plus distraction like a sharp razor, you worker of this seat. Romans 12, verse 2, do not be comfort to this world. But be to be transformed, but the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. James one twenty two, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. And this is where we need to be careful. Galatians 5, 16, 26. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, revileries, dissections, divisions. And John 8, 44 says, you are of your father the devil. And, and your will is to do your father's desire. So this is what we got to be careful. Everything what I have read, this is what the enemy wants. He wasn't murdered from the beginning. Don't believe him. And does not stand in the truth because he can't. Because there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character because his character is nothing but a lie. For he is a liar. And the father of lies. And this is how he deceives his people. 
with the flesh. Careful with the flesh. That's why it is very important to have the spirit stronger than the flesh. How do you maintain the spirit stronger? By reading the word of God, by praying, by fasting. That's how you maintain your spirit stronger, okay? But if you fed and fed and fed and fed your flesh, your flesh is going to be stronger than your spirit, and then you'll be in trouble. Because then you will be doing the sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, and on and on and on. A lot of sins. Because that's, that's what the flesh wants. And you've got to be careful because if you are there and doing what the flesh wants, you're going to be left behind. So be careful. You don't want to be left behind. You want to be, hallelujah, caught up in the air with Jesus and the clouds. Hallelujah. So what do you need to do? The opposite of all this. Live by the Spirit. Walk by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Stay living in holiness and righteousness. Stay away from sin. Walk away from sin. Stay, hallelujah, in the right track and stay with Jesus, hallelujah, and live your life in holiness and in righteousness. Read the word of God. Praise God. Pray and fast. You will be living by the Spirit, and your Spirit will be strong. Proverbs 11, verse 3, the integrity upright guides them, but the crookedness of the treacherous destroys them. And then Luke 6, 31, and as you wish that others will do to you, do so to them. Colossians 3, 9, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practice. And if your weakness is lying, you rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus and you ask God to deliver you. You fast and pray. And make a hallelujah, and that God, as God, that will help you to deliver you from lying, to deliver you, hallelujah, also from all those sins that I mentioned in Galatians, Galatians 5, 16, verse 26. God to deliver you. Pray and fast about it, hallelujah. And, and hallelujah, and let the Lord know that you do need deliverance. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Here's another one. Who will not be? The people that are not going to be raptured, the people that are not going to go to heaven, listen to what it says in Revelation 21, verse 8. Again, God wants everyone to make it. Hallelujah, everyone, but it's up to you. It's up. Revelations 21, verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faith, faithless, faithless. Be careful. You don't have faith. Ask Jesus to empower your faith. The detestable is for murderers, the sexuality immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars. Their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur which is the second death, which is hell. So you want to stay away from all those things that the Bible has mentioned. You stay away from it. Run, run from it. Run. Because the, what the Word of God in Revelation 21 verse, 8, 21 verse 8 is letting us know 
we need to avoid these things because if we don't avoid these things, it can take us to the second death, which is hell. But if we avoid all these things, we will make it. Hallelujah. Crows and what God is fight come on you. It is not this that your passions are at war within you. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Smile because Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. But he hates sins. He hates sins. He doesn't like sin. Uh, 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 uh. Proverbs 24, verse 28. Be not a witness against your neighbor without cause, and do not deceive with your lips. Jeremiah 17, verse 9. The heart is deceitful about all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? That's why when people say, it's not do what your heart wants. Uh-huh, that's not what the word of God tells us. Follow your heart. Nah, you follow your heart, you're going to follow a desperately sick and deceitful about all things, is the word of God. You don't follow your heart, you follow Jesus. You don't trust, don't even trust your own flesh. Don't trust yourself. You trust Jesus because by trusting yourself, That can, that can lead you to a trouble, can lead you to bad things, can lead you to sin, can lead you to temptation. So you don't trust yourself, don't trust, don't lean on your own understanding. That's what the Word of God tells us, and don't trust your heart. Uh, you trust Jesus. You follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Because the word God tells us he's the truth and he's the life. No one can enter heaven through Jesus Christ. You trust the Lord Jesus only. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Oh, praise you, Jesus. All the honor and the glory to you, my Lord. So do not be deceived. That is not much. For whatever own souls that will he also reaped, Galatians 6, verse 7, don't do anything evil, don't do things bad, that then can come and hunt you later. Do good things. Always do good things and be careful not to mock God. You praise God. God is not to be mocked, but to praise him and to honor him and respect him because he created you. He created us. He created us. Hallelujah. And he all meant good. He created us like his own image. Praise God for that. Praise your name, Jesus. So we have to respect. We got to honor God. Hallelujah. Now in these days, people have lost respect for God. And be careful. Be careful. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is to be praised. God, hallelujah, is to be loved. God is, hallelujah, to be respected. 
God is to be honored. He deserves all the glory and the honor because he made us. Hallelujah. And because he's good. Praise be the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So Ephesians 5, verse 6. Let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 101.7. No one who practices deceit, deceit shall dwell in my house. No one who practices, let me say this word right. No one who practices deceit shall dwell in my house, says the word of God. No one who utters lies shall continue before my eyes. So friends or people that are listening, read the word of God. Read the word of God. Hallelujah. And the word of God, hallelujah, will set you free with the truth, because God is truth. And therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. It tells us in Matthew 24, verse 42. Stay awake. Stay awake at all times. Hallelujah. And here's 1 John 1, 8. If we say we know sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. See, we all sin. We all sin. The Lord God tells us. So that's why we need to repent. We've got to repent. Hallelujah. And thank God for Jesus, because Jesus forgive us and wash our sins away. Hallelujah. Because he shred his blood at that cross for you and me so then we can make it home we can make it to heaven through him hallelujah hallelujah praise be the name of the lord thank you jesus oh thank you lord thank you jesus hallelujah god is good thank you lord thank you jesus the Lord's hour, my, my sister in Christ, Regina. Hallelujah. May God bless you. May God bless you, my sister. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And everyone who is on the cell phones, may God bless you. Everyone who's listening, Everyone who's going to listen in the archives, may God bless you among me. Hallelujah. May the peace of God be with you and give you strength in these last days. Let's pray, Father God, hallelujah. Holy Father God. In the name, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ. We pray that you will give us a strength, Lord Jesus, in this difficult moment. We pray, Lord, that you will help us. We pray that you will empower our faith. We pray, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
that you will strengthen us through all this pain and suffering. Everyone who's going through suffering or pain, hallelujah, all of us, brothers and sisters. And may the Lord help us all get through this. But stay always trusting God and praising God at all moments, at all the time. All the glory and the honor to be with our Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what you're going through. No matter what is happening. No matter what we're going through. We always we praise God because he knows best. Hallelujah. He's transforming, hallelujah, his bride. He's refining the bride like gold. And preparing, hallelujah, the bride. Thank you, Jesus. Prepare us, Lord, and forgive us our sins, Lord Jesus. Cleanse us from all our righteousness and keep us clean, Lord. We pray, Father God, in the mighty name, hallelujah, of your son, Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. And thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for always being there, us. And no matter what and no matter the circumstances, but you are there always for us. Bless us all, Lord Jesus, and help us, Lord, to stay right and ready for the rapture, for your hallelujah eminent coming, Lord Jesus. Do you be the glory and the honor, my Lord. I praise you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And people that are listening, may God bless you. Hallelujah. May God shine his face upon you and give you his shalom and his blessings. Hallelujah. And to help you, hallelujah, stay right with God. And to keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Bless you, my brothers and sisters. Until hallelujah next time. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise your name, Jesus. To you be the glory and the honor, my Lord. Praise be the Hi, you guys. I hope everybody is doing well today. Today is November 1st of 2023. And I have another word that I'm going to share with you. It is a re-release. It's a word that I re- received um, on 9-13-2022. But the Lord has brought it back up to me and wants me to share it again. And um, anyway, I'm going to pray and I'm going to give you this word. It's a really, it's actually a short word. It's pretty, it's really short considering that a lot of my words, a lot of the words that he gives to me are um, are longer. So this is just like a two-pager, like literally very short, but very powerful. And so I'm going to pray and I'll give you this word. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for today, Father. This is the day that you have made and we will rejoice and be glad in it, Father. I thank you, Father God, for all you are doing in the earth today, Father. You are doing stuff. You are doing stuff, Father. We see it. We feel it. We know it. We trust you, Father God. With all that is in us, we trust you, Father God, at your word. And everything that you say that you're going to do, you will do. And we praise you and we thank you for it, Father. 
I ask, Father, that you will just um, protect your people, um, fill them with your peace and your love and your joy, Father God, in Jesus' name. Um, we just love you, we adore you, and we thank you, Father, for these words um, that you have given to us in Jesus' name. We love you, Lord Jesus. We love you, we love you, we love you, Father, and we love you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm just going to get you this word, I'm going to share it, and I'm going to be done. And I'm going to try to make it fast. I'm going to try to make, make this video a fast one. Um, in Jesus' name, that's my that's my plan. That's my goal. So, what? One minute and fifty seconds. <laughs> Let's see how fast I can do this. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not trying to do it that fast. Okay. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm I'm just bubbling over with joy. I can't help it. I just, and I'm not sorry. I'm just. I am so filled with the joy of the Lord. Praise God. So, okay. This is what he says. He says. On 9-13-2022 at 6-10 a.m., this is what the Lord says. He says, My children, hear me this day. Hear what I am telling you. For the plane is getting ready to come to a landing. Yes, it's finally here. The runway is in sight. Brace, 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 as this will be a rough one. The landing may seem brutal for the world, but not quite so for the children of Almighty God. Although you will feel the turbulence on the way down, the landing will be will not be as rough only if will not be as rough if you are trusting in me and believing in what I have been telling you for some time now. Once you were able to get out of your seats after this crash landing, you it you will be as if you are in another land, much different scenery that you will have to adjust to, but you'll be covered in my peace and love. Get ready for it, my children. Get your hearts and minds prepared for this, says the Lord of hosts. Do not fear this, as this will do not fear this, as this will bring you into your victory and freedom that I have been speaking of. This will usher in my new era that so many of you have been waiting for. I see every heart and know it has been extremely hard for many of you, most of you, but I tell you, your deliverance out of the dead dry places, the wilderness, and out of the hand of the enemy is in sight. Hallelujah. I am coming to set you free once and for all, says the Lord of hosts. You need to remain in my word, my children. Get it deep down in your hearts. Meditate on it, as this will help you and comfort you in the next, in this next little bit of time that is ahead of you. I, the Lord your God, am with you and will always be with you. I will never, ever leave you. I am right beside you always. I love, sorry, I live in you. I am right beside you. Always, I live in you. So give me all of your worries, cast your cares on me, and give me every burden now. You don't need to carry them by yourselves any longer. Give them to me, and know I will exchange it for my peace. Says the Lord, your heavenly Father, the maker of heaven and earth, all glory belongs to me, the great I am. And that's where it ended. 
So hallelujah. I'm telling you, it was a really, really quick um, word. Praise God. And I'm going to read this scripture for you, and then I'm going to be done. Look, it's five minutes. Shoot the boot. Can I? Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I'm Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. To new subscribers, I would like to draw your attention to a few things just to help you get the best out of the channel. If you're new here, you're welcome. But there's quite a lot of material and you will want to be able to navigate that in the best way so that you can get the benefit that the Lord has brought you here for. There is a playlist. I have multiple playlists here on the Master's Voice. The most important playlist is the Russia and the China playlist. There's also the Sin series. There is a Repentance series. There are two Supernatural series. One is for aliens and the other one is for fallen angels and giants, things that are not necessarily taught in mainstream Christianity. And so you can find that by simply clicking on the channel icon, the little picture, or you can click on the channel name itself and it will take you to the dashboard. And on the dashboard, you will see home, you will see videos, you will see channels, playlists, about and community. And when you click on playlists, all the videos are arranged helpfully by theme. I recommend that you watch them from the oldest one all the way up to the newest, taking your time to go through whatever theme that you want to pursue. And I guarantee you that by the time you come to the end of your chosen playlist, you would have received so much teaching and so much understanding from the Holy Spirit himself on that particular topic, as well as many other things that I am led to speak about as I am bringing forth the particular word of the Lord. There's also a community page. The community page is where I put when the prophecies that I've covered in the past two, three years out, 2019, 2020, 2021, something like that, when those prophecies are either shaping themselves or unfolding or particular aspects of them that were spoken of repetitively have now started to happen, then as time allows, I put those things on the community page. The community page is also where I share a lot of good teaching and prophetic insights, written articles that I have been doing almost all my life and sharing with many other people. And now that I actually have a channel and I have the community page open to me, that's where I put a lot of thought-provoking articles so that we can become better Christians, built up in our spirit man, edified and also taught true things as the Lord would want us to share in his word. The community page usually only shows up for subscribers, so um, you are welcome to subscribe. There is absolutely no pressure. If you subscribe, then the community page will begin to show up. You'll begin to see written posts on your YouTube from the Master's Voice Prophecy blog instead of only videos. Um, the main blog for this entire channel, the, the central hub at the core of all that you may find on social media and other channels and podcasts and things like that, is the Master's Voice Prophecy blog. And the address for that is www.the-masters-voice.com. And that is where the bulk of the prophecies over the last few years have been written down. I've been writing down those prophecies since May 2019, but the actual dates that I started receiving the prophecies from the Lord, started hearing from the Lord 
started having dreams and visions from the Lord, direct communications from him concerning these things in addition to my own personal walk with God was in the year 2012. And so today's prophecy has a very short title and I received it over two days. So it was Sunday, September the 3rd, 2023 into Monday, September the 4th, 2023. So the Lord was speaking saying different things to me and I'm going to give uh, the September 4th prophecy first and then the September 3rd prophecy and discuss them as the Holy Spirit leads. The title of this prophecy, September the 3rd to September the 4th, 2023 is S-O-S, talking about the day that Mystery Babylon actually enters into her Revelation 18 phase. There is so much conjecture and so much argument in the Christian world, especially here in the United States, about the identity of Mystery Babylon. Who is this mysterious city, so it is called? Who is this kingdom that is referenced as being totally obliterated, annihilated, and destroyed in Revelation 18? Who has angered God so much that he will release such a cacophony of punishments, basically like a final crescendo drumbeat when the drummer is playing all the instruments at once and just making a huge sound. What nation or what kingdom, as it says, city, who's going to receive that? Here on the Master's Voice Prophecy blog, the Lord has made it very clear that Mystery Babylon is the United States of America. Mystery Babylon is not Iraq. It is not Iran. It is not any of those nations out there in the ancient basin of the Persians. It is not Rome, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, or even whatever else people may think. Mystery Babylon is America. Mystery Babylon is the once golden cup that was held in Jesus' hand. But now, as I said in a prophecy from long back, probably a few years ago, so the cup has become corrupted and its contents have been befouled, meaning that they have been polluted. And now the nations have drunk from that cup. And as Jeremiah discussed in Jeremiah 50 and 51, the nations have started to run mad off of the putrid cup that they received from Mystery Babylon. And so God is going to separate the corrupter from everyone else. And in this prophecy, God is saying how it will go down for America, and I have to tell you, it is exactly how America has made it go down for other nations when they have been in need. SOS, September the 4th, 2023. America will give a distress call in the day of her final attack. She will give an SOS, a public appeal to the nations of the world to intervene and stop Russia when the bear attacks her. Yet there will be no hand of help and no ally. I despise your allies, says the Lord. No one will come. No one will respond. No one will intervene. America will be left to herself on that day, and her judgments will fall in one hour. So the best place to start is in the word of God. Many times I have made this phrase in the prophecies. I have spoken this phrase in the prophecies. Her judgments will fall in one hour. In other prophecies, it goes like this. Her judgments will fall in a single day. So where do we find that phraseology used? 
if your argument is that it has to be another country, then where have you heard that Iraq is going to be judged in a single day? Where have you heard that the Catholic Church is going to have its judgments fall upon it in a single hour? Where are you where have you heard the Lord prophesying through anyone that the Catholic Church is going to send out a distress signal and no one will come to her and leave her alone. Rome, the Vatican, the Pope, all the priests that are out there, they're going to be utterly abandoned by the entire world. They're going to be desperately crying out for help because so many people believe that they are the city by the sea, the city sitting on seven hills, and they're going to send out a distress signal. Why would that church be sending out a distress signal? What will be happening to cause them to do that? Let us see what the word of God says. Revelation chapter 18, and I would first like to look at verse 2. We see the angel of the Lord bringing out a very loud announcement. You have to understand, when these angels are crying out in the book of Revelation, these uh, beings, these holy beings of God are very, very mighty and powerful. And the voices that God has given them, well, we heard Isaiah make reference to them in his book, when he was talking about the year that King Uzziah died and he saw the Lord, he saw the Lord and the angels were flying around and it says they were crying out, holy, 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 as they beheld the Lord. And it says that the doorposts of the Lord's house were shaken by the voice of those angels as they flew around. And so this angel here in verse 2 is crying out similarly with a loud voice. And his cry is echoing everywhere as he makes this pronouncement against Babylon. And he cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. So the announcement has been made. Finally, this brazen nation, the one that is discussed in Revelation 17 called Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and the of the abominations of the earth. This one has finally fallen. Great though she was, she has come to the end And it says here in verse 3 that all the nations, for all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. Another clue. Who's trading with the Catholic Church? Where are the merchants of the earth trading with Rome? And which merchants of the earth besides BlackRock are trading with Iraq, and nobody has been trading with Iran due to American sanctions for over two decades. So another sign of the prophecies here is verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues. So where have we been hearing it prophesied into the earth now in the last days that people should come out of Iraq Where have we been hearing it prophesied that all the nations of the earth should come out of Rome before they share in the Vatican's sins? And yet it has been prophesied here back to back to back that God says that he will scatter all the peoples of the earth, the entire melting pot 
of humanity that lives here in the United States. And he said, if you thought you came to settle here, you thought you had found a forever home, he called it. You thought that you would grow old, old here. I, the Lord, am going to put an end to all that and I will discourage you from staying here and I will scatter you back to your nations. But we are looking for that elusive clue of judgments falling in a single hour. And that can be found here. Just a moment, please. In Revelation chapter 18 and verse 10. Well, actually, let me read verse 9. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. And so here's the word of the Lord penned by John the Revelator, thousands and thousands of years ago, Revelation 18, verses 9 and 10, saying that the kings of the earth, this is presidents, this is heads of nations, this is perhaps, as it will be in the future time, heads of federations, 10 federations around the world that will give their power to the beast, who committed fornication with this nation and who lived and partook in her luxury will find themselves suddenly shocked as they see what comes upon her, the kind of shock that will drive them to weep. This is just personal private crying, but also lament. This is open, loud, wailing, sorrowing, throwing dust upon the head. They will do all this for her. And why? It says that they will see the smoke of her burning. Now, in the very old prophecies, if you have been here for a while, you will remember that the Lord says that when America is nuked and bombed by the Russians and the Chinese, that this country will go through so much shock and awe in a single day, the kind of attack that will come upon her, upon the East Coast and the West Coast at the same time. America will be hit on both sides, a simultaneous attack, a surprise attack in another prophecy that is called Contamination Russia and War. I think that is the name of the prophecy. But one thing the Lord said is that America will be struck a surprise blow, that Russia will give America a sucker punch. So a sucker punch is when someone hits you and you're not expecting it. You are not expecting to be hit by anyone. You are perhaps equally matched with an opponent. No one is stronger than the other. And the two of you are perhaps having an altercation, a war of words, sending forth threats. And then one of you decides we're evenly matched. If we fight and we both know we're going to fight at the same time, who knows what the outcome might be? We will both, both get torn. We will both get bloody. And so there will be a sucker punch, a, punch, a preemptive strike actually is what the proper term for that is a blow when you are not expecting it. And that is what Russia is going to do. Russia is going to come here from what I have seen in these prophecies and shared in the colder months of a year that I do not have. I don't give dates here. I simply bring forth the word of the Lord as I've seen in my dreams, as I've seen in my visions. And I saw that Russia will choose a time that favors her. For the Lord says that the, the cold favors the bear. Russia is a country of extreme and intense winters. 
America has winters and we have areas of extreme winter, intense winter. But the problem here is that people don't revel in the snow. Nobody likes it. Everyone is bundled up inside. The thermostat is on. The house is heated. People are drinking warm drinks. God says, America, in the cold, you bundle up. But in the cold, Russia thrives. And so let that be borne in mind. And so we are looking here in the word of God, written long before my time, that kings of the earth are going to look upon the destruction of Babylon and they will stand at a distance afraid of her torment. So they're going to stand far off because they will be terrified by what they see happening to her. And the military machine of the Russians and the Chinese Things that people mock now because they really believe that what Russia is showing in Ukraine is what Russia is really like. And the Lord did call what is happening in Ukraine a toy war, a dummy war, a test drive for Russia. And I came and I said months ago, I think it is probably during this year, but I do not have the name of the prophecy to hand. I said months ago that the Lord says that what Vladimir Putin is doing in the Ukraine is that he is testing the international waters to see what is the response to conquering. Conquering is no longer allowed in the international arena. That was the old era of world building, the old era when almost all nations had Kings, emperors, rulers, absolute rulers, a single guy who didn't need a parliament and he didn't need Congress, he didn't need senators. He ruled alone and his word was decree. In those days, the kings made a decree. It was the time for war and then you went and you could conquer, you could seize territory. That is how Australia was taken over. That is how Africa was taken over. That is how many places were captured. But now we are in the era of polite society, and that is not allowed. We have international protocols. We have international treaties and rules. We have the United Nations. And so you don't march into territory now and annex it. You don't do that. It is considered extremely aggressive. It's an act of aggression. Sometimes it's even seen as an act of war. And so you don't do such things. But the Lord says that now, under the auspices of war, Vladimir Putin is testing the temperature of the international community. That is what the Lord says he's doing. He's watching to see when soldiers cross the border, on whatever pretext a ruler may say, we're crossing to set our people free, we're crossing because we held a memorandum and our people want to come back and be absorbed into Russia, whatever the premise is, the Lord says that actually that man went into Ukraine to see what the international community would do. And the answer is an overwhelming nothing. Threats were made, remonstrations were made, fingers were shook. But at the end of the day, nothing happened to Russia. Russia is continuing. Her president is flying all over the place, the guest of honor here, there, and the other place. He's happily building a contrary currency to the U.S. dollar, and nothing has happened for everything that he has done for crossing that border. And this is a test war, God has said, because you have heard it prophesied here in the Master's voice, that exactly what's happening in Ukraine. It will happen to France. It will happen to all those countries there in the EU. Russia will absorb back all the, the former USSR states and go back to her normal size. 
and then become even bigger because she's going to gobble even more territory than is than is currently seen. So Mystery Babylon, here you can hear in verse 10, in one hour a judgment will come. And here is the prophetic word from the Lord that America will be left to herself on that fateful day and her judgments will fall in one hour. So I hope that you can see that there is more than enough comparison between what the Father is saying now in 2023 and what was said thousands of years ago. America is going to give a distress call in the day of her final attack. That final attack will be the day that we will wake up to the sound of Russia in the air, the sound of Russia and China coming out of the sea, as I described. The best of the best of the best is who God said that those sea people, air people will be. But for sure, the people coming out of the chilly waters of the sea will be the best of the best of the best. And they were just coming out in wetsuits out of freezing water, and women were among them. And the Lord said that no man hearing that women will be coming out of the sea could, should think, oh, well, okay, then they're going to be a little bit compromised because they've got females. That's not the case at all. These women are merciless, and they will slaughter and kill on sight because he insisted that they are the best of the best of the best. So these are not, these are not soldiers trained with, wish I had the scripture to hand. These are not soldiers trained with a soft heart. If you read the prophecies that I have brought here concerning passages from Jeremiah, this army is described as an army that marches in formation. It says that not a single one of them is out of formation. Not a single one has a sandal strap untied. Why is the Bible so particular? If men are marching in rank and somebody's sandal strap is untied, you are more than likely to trip over it. And if a soldier trips, he will cause the men in front to stumble as he, he fumbles against them to keep his balance. And God is basically saying, if a sandal strap could cause this army to fall out of formation, then they will make sure that no soldier has a shoe untied. They are not going to break rank. And it says also that they cannot be bribed and that they will not spare. Their eye will not spare. This means that they will not have mercy even on babies. They will not have mercy even on the unborn. And that is That is how the Lord introduced Russia in America to me. A dream without context, without warning, in which I saw soldiers with the lightning bolt bayonet at the end of the gun swarming the streets of the United States. In a suburb I was standing and I just saw soldiers spreading out through the streets and people came out and were panicking and the soldiers were just cutting them down, killing them. And I saw them open up the belly of a woman that was pregnant with that sharp knife on the end of a gun. And so the Lord says that America will definitely call out for help on the day that this devastating co um, concentrated attack, this devastating concentrated attack is going to come against the United States. And so the Lord is saying that America will give a distress call just think of a siren. Just think of the tsunami sirens in the day that this final attack comes. So when you say final attack, then definitely 
there's going to be something leading up to it. So you can expect, this is from March 2022, the changing world order. That is the name of that prophecy. And in that prophecy, the Lord said he was talking about different things that would happen. This is all from March 2022, different small prophecies. So I put them into one. And one of the things that I remember from that is the Lord said that President Xi, Xi Jinping, will definitely say all that he has to say against America. So we can expect that president to become more vocal to share what he thinks and what he feels about the United States. But a final attack means the day of the preemptive strike, the day of the sucker punch, the day when America will still think we're still having our usual conversations, we're still having our usual war of words, and then suddenly, out of nowhere, a strike unexpected, unprovoked, and so devastating that the Lord says that the United States will not be able to answer back at all. She will give an SOS. That's a distress call. A public appeal to the nations of the world to intervene and to stop Russia when the bear attacks her. Yet there will be no hand of help and no ally. Is it possible to speak of this matter without looking at a recent occurrence in the United Nations, the current war that is taking place now in the Middle East. And it is agreed by everyone, surely there is devastation and there is loss of life and tempers are high and flaring. But we have to introduce humanitarian aid into the situation. We have to give food. We have to give medical aid. We have to see, we have to be allowed to assess what the casualties are. We need to take a holistic look at this situation. Let there be a ceasefire in accordance with well-established international law. And as is custom, all the nations get together and put it to a vote. And everybody agrees. It may not have been unanimous. But enough people agreed that this is a human approach. And one hand is defiant. One hand says, no, we have no need for a ceasefire. We have other objectives. We vote no. Here is the exact word from God given in September, long before what is on your television now became a reality. September comes before October the 7th. And God says, no hand will help. Nobody will pay attention to this public appeal when Russia attacks America. America is going to give a loud cry for humanitarian aid. America is going to give a loud cry for NATO to armor up, weapon up, bullet up fighter jet up and come over here and do something about it. And the father says, not a single nation will intervene. Nobody will stop Russia when America is attacked. No one will come. No one will respond. No one will intervene. And America will be left to herself on that day. So no helping hand, no ally. Americans truly believe that all the military bases that are scattered all around the world mean something, but that's because the majority of us in this country have never come here to listen to the prophecy that I gave about six months ago where I said that I saw very clearly 
that America began to pull back her arms because she was going broke. She couldn't afford the consulates anymore. She couldn't afford the embassies anymore. She couldn't afford the military bases anymore. The soldiers had to come home, not because we were capitulating, but because we were broke. They weren't getting fed. The bases won't be able to be maintained. And now in this present day, we can also see that the bases are not safe. When they bomb you and strike you 14 times at your own air base, I think it's safe to say that it's time to come back to the drawing board and begin to reconsider your options. This is if you are wise. The United States is not wise. If the United States were wise, I would have given three prophecies and the end of my ministry would have come. But here I am. I have passed 420-something prophecies and the Lord is still giving more of them. And we are going now on five years. It will be five years next May 2019. And so these prophecies, the Lord gives very short sentences. But once you link them to the scripture, they begin to balloon they begin to open up and you begin to see that a picture is being painted here by God. Let me read out the scripture that paints the picture of everything that I just said. In the measure, verse 6, render to her just as she rendered to you and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. This is double Yemen double Syria, double Iraq, double Cuban missile crisis, double Iranian trade bans, double Zimbabwean sanctions, double Afghanistan, double war on terror, double everything. Render to her, give her back what she gave the world. The economy she destroyed, destroy her economy. The presidents that she crept up on and killed in the middle of the night and then suddenly you wake up and a nation is in a coup and Washington is behind it, do the same to her. Destabilize her government. So this is not only the final attack. The final attack is just the end, end bit. But the judgment against Mystery Babylon is give her back exactly what she gave. So now we look historically and you think of all the things that she gave. And you have to ask yourself, back in the old days, dropping that atom bomb on Japan was certainly an unseen thing. It had never happened before and it's never been done again. And yet, the Lord said that in the day of America's punishment, she will be burning so much from nuclear releases that the smoke of it will be able to be seen from google maps i used to repeat that part of prophecy quite a lot but then it comes to a point where you're moving on into new messages and so that part was left able to see the burning of the united states from google maps and then what does the bible say here why are the kings and the merchants crying they're weeping and lamenting for her when they see the smoke of her burning. How on earth will people in the Netherlands, how on earth will people in India see the burning of America? Surely we're not going to be able to see that just in the sky. We will be able to see the smoke of her burning on all the media and technological devices that we have today. The smoke of the burning will be on every TV. Drones will be picking it up. Satellites will be picking it up. Kids with cell phones now will be picking it up. John the Revelator could not have known that, but he was faithful to write down what he saw, 
And now we know how it will happen. So give her back just as she gave you and give her back double. So this is twice as much the evil, twice as much the wars, twice as much the enslavement, twice as much everything. In the measure that she glorified herself and she lived luxuriously in the same measure, give her torment and sorrow because she says in her heart, I sit as a queen and I am no widow and I will not see sorrow. The Bible has very precise language. But the thing is that as people listen to the word of God and they listen to the prophecies, their hearts become so stressed out that they miss what God is saying. You become so caught up in the, in, the, in the moment. You become so caught up in the immediacy of your humanity that I don't like this. I'm upset. This is scary. That you actually shift a very crucial. You lose something very crucial, which is listening to what God is saying. Why does God feel this way? This is clearly harsh punishment, but what is God doing it for? To get the answer for that, all you have to do is go and look at the America series and the Sin series. There's absolutely no way that you can come out of that those two series of videos. I think one has 13 videos and the other one has about 20-something videos. You cannot watch those two series and come back and say, you know, Celestial, I'm still a little confused about why he's just so mad. It's impossible. So... Why is God's language precise and why is it imperative for us to catch God's heart in this? Because it is God's time now. I've always said it. It is not Joel Osteen's time. It is not T.D. Jake's time. It's not the time of the superstar. It is God's time. All humanity and everything to do with us is descending. Even the rise of the beast system, please understand it, will be the lowest point of humanity. Because when you see the depravity that will go on in the beast system. When you see the seven-year-old with her 57-year-old husband, or when you see the 60-year-old lady with her 12-year-old husband, or her 12-year-old toy boy paid for by the hour gigolo, when you see these things, when they legalize pedophilia and when they legalize bestiality, as I have already covered during the so-called Pride Month, of this year. When you see these things, you will understand that even if the technology is at peak and they're healing every form of cancer and sickness known to man because they will introduce fallen angel technology, even if that happens, we will be at our most depraved. We will be at our very worst selves, chasing potions for eternal life, corrupting this vessel canceling ourselves out of ever being able to enter into the immaculate and eternal kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. People will be at their lowest point, like animals, but walking around filled with paid-for blood potion and looking 16 years old when they're actually 97. A corruption, a totally depraved version of humanity. Satan's imagining of what the world would look like if he were creator, if he were God. We are coming down and God is rising. His tone is higher and his people will be rising with him to their strongest point. 
And part of that is strengthening yourself against the spirit of fear and the spirit of doubt and the spirit of mockery and the spirit of paralysis, the spirit of stagnancy and of unbelief, which completely casts you out of being able to grasp the truth that the Lord brings forth to us here on this channel. So why is God saying by the same measure that she glorified herself to glorify yourself is basically to walk in pride. Who's willing to accept and admit that this is a nation of pride? Many people who are here now, you struggled with that when you first came. You could not accept that this good nation, a nation of good people, could be judged by God like this. Are we really so bad? What have we done? And then as you stayed and the Holy Spirit began to roll back the blanket and show you the faces under the ground, the traffic children, the carcasses of the babies that are aborted and then don't even get a burial. Why would we bury all that good money into trade and industry they go? They are eaten by people. The dead children of this country are a delicacy that are consumed by human beings in this country. There is a taste for child flesh, dead or alive. Their parts are sold off. They are made into medicine. They're good business. A baby with no life in it is good business in the United States. And the laws prove that the morality of the nation supports that business directly and indirectly, tacitly and overtly by making laws that reinforce the status quo. So as we are forced to open our eyes through prophecy, because that is the work of prophecy, to shout and sound out and trumpet out truth so loud that you don't get to say, I can't see it. Your eyes will be pried open and then propped open with toothpicks, and you'll be forced to look at it. And God says, as the righteous, we will see all the things that he is talking about until our hearts will be failing, and then we will know how he has felt watching this nation devolve into what it has become. So to glorify yourself is to have a prideful spirit, very elevated, very lifted up. I sit as a queen. I'm the best. We're the greatest country in the world. We will build back better. MAGA, you can't stop us. We've got the key to the city. To glorify yourself is to say that you are above all others. To glorify yourself is to have a president who can open his mouth on international TV and call other countries toilets. Refer to other nations. People have their flags. They have their national food. They have their national teams. They, they're proud nations. And then you look at them and you call them toilet countries just for me to keep the conversation civil here because we all know who said it and how he said it without a flinch or a thought. To glorify yourself is to carry war to other borders and then to come back and give the people in your country a status update and tell them, we won, we've won, we've settled everything. Yes, what's that? Yes, people did die, but that's collateral damage and it was worth it. Quote, unquote, Secretary of State, President Madeleine Albright. To glorify yourself means to lift yourself up and to live luxuriously means that you're lacking nothing. Things are hard now 
And whenever things are hard in the nation, people begin to suffer amnesia. So because things are hard now and wallets are tight and everything is tight, people have forgotten the opulence of the United States. They have forgotten what kind of wealth historically this nation has already always moved in. Now God says, by the same measure of their pride and by the same measure of their wealth, and both those measures are pretty high unattainable metrics. Mexico can never say that she has had as much pride or as much wealth and opulence, favor, influence, and power as the United States. Nobody's going to roll up and try to measure to the U.S. military as it once was. But God says, by those very same high metrics, I want you to now bring her down and give her the exact level of sorrow and the exact level of torment. So however high the pride was, make the sorrow that high. And however high the money was, the wealth, make the torment. This is intense suffering. Torment is not just I slammed my finger in the car door and it hurts. Torment is basically being lit on fire with kerosene while you are still alive, whatever that feeling may feel like. May God have mercy. So the father says, the pride and the wealth match her torment and her sorrows. Those sorrows have been discussed in endless prophecies. Losing all your wealth, becoming penniless. In the prophecy, the iron gods, I mentioned that there was a section there where I saw people sobbing in the bank as the money failed, as they got poorer and they were not able to complete paying for their homes. They could not maintain their mortgages anymore. And the, the bank gave them a grace period, but they just couldn't cut it. And, and property was signed back over to the bank. And families had to leave homes that they had either upscaled into or they had to leave homes that they had been in for generations and move to apartments, move to trailer parks, move to the shelter, move to wherever they could afford. And that was heartbreaking. People couldn't make their lives work anymore. That's the sorrow. To see civil war coming to your nation and knowing that you are not growing old in whatever state you were born. I'm a proud Texan, born and raised here, and then finishing your life in Turkey finishing your life in wherever you can go, Mexico, Guadalajara. That's the sorrow. To be alive and watch what you love taken away, relinquishing it, as I shared in one of the prophecies recently, and all for saying I'm a queen, I'm not a widow, meaning I'm not going to lose my babies because the rapture is coming. All that she's saying is not real, because I'm not appointed to wrath. I will not see sorrow. I will not be a widow. And yet the prophecy has come here. And it's called the mother of seven. And God is basically saying, even if a woman is married and has birthed seven sons, in the wars to come, the husband and all seven of the sons will be taken away because America is going to do exactly what King Saul did. King Saul took all their sons into the army, exactly as Prophet Samuel told them. He's going to conscript your boys and he's going to force them to serve in his army. 
every Israelite at the age of 20 had to do military service. This is before you wanted to be a farmer, you wanted to be anything else. The only people free of that conscription was the Levites. You had to serve the nation to show loyalty, fealty, and that you were a man. And so, this is what God is saying. That America has not helped others, except where it has served her purposes. And so she won't get any helping hands and no allies. Nobody is going to come. Nobody will respond. And here's the word. Nobody will intervene. That word intervene means that people can see that help is needed, but they're not going to intervene. And that is because the Lord says that nobody is going to tangle with Russia as she will be in the future. A coalition of, a coalition of nations is coming. It's not just Russia and it's not just China. It's Taiwan and it's Ukraine. It is Japan it is North Korea, it is South Korea, and the Lord did mention that nukes will fly here from South American countries, and even Cuba will be involved. The Iranians will also have their say, and people in the Middle East will definitely be watching with rapt attention. God says that they will be delirious with joy. I have been hearing that since 2015. That's one of the oldest prophecies where God says how happy the Arab nations will be when America comes into this time of final attack. And so, this is the word of the Lord, September 4, 2023. And the total prophecy, it will just be called SOS. You can read Revelation 18 for yourself and you will be able to see all the things that have been discussed there. So now on September 3rd, I was in church and I was having such a strong experience of the Lord. The Holy Spirit was really moving and the Lord was, excuse me, please, speaking to me. And he was talking to me, as always, in these high points of intimacy. He was talking to me about America and he was telling me that I will see it with my own eyes when he judges America. He said that you will see it. You will observe it when I deal with America. And he told me, go forth and speak your words because I have chosen you to bring these things forth into the earth and you will bind America with your words and her judgments will fall on her. And so to bind America with words is simply to deliver these prophetic words. I've always said that prophetic words are very important to God they're not conversation pieces. I know that in this country we think that once somebody says something, we're supposed to say something. But surprise, surprise, prophecy doesn't work that way. If you spend time in the word of God, you will see that even when the prophet is speaking, he will sometimes shift. He will speak a thing as if he is God's voice, and then he will say, but you say this and that. And then you realize that God doesn't actually need human interaction and conversation to do his things. God is able to say his part in the play, and then God is able to give all our comments, all our commentary, everything that we could say, because God already knows our hearts. Actually, holy, why is that? Because the Bible says that you have fashioned the hearts of man. I think that's in Psalm 37. You fashioned the hearts so he knows all the excuses. He knows all the I'm not guilty. He knows all the, but why isn't there any mercy? He 
He knows all these things. So you would notice that when the prophets, prophets are prophesying, they will prophesy God's part, and then they will perfectly give all the people's excuses, and then go right back to answering for God. That is what prophecy is. It is a whole and complete dialogue of God from himself to himself sent to us for us to either receive or allow it to fall away because we can't receive it. And judgment prophecy is the heaviest of all. It is like a burning mountain on fire placed in your hands. It will fall and then he's expecting you to pick it up and hold it again. And that is how we build resilience. People are terrified when they have the prophecies, but long before I came, you were in church and you had revelation in your Bible. You had Matthew 24, you had Luke 21, Mark 13 was in this book all the time. Second Thessalonians was right there. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. All these things were there. The problem is that they were not brought to your attention. You were given instead a fallacy that they didn't need to be brought to your attention because they're for some other alternate evil church that will come to holiness after you left the building. And now we come to a problematic state where you will still be in the building when it is lit on fire. And it is by the burning of that fire that we will be purged, tested. The loyalty of every heart on this earth will be proved before the Lord. And we will find out whether we built with wood and hay and straw or gold, silver and precious metals. We will be tried and tested. And that too is good according to the Lord. And so, the judgments of God will fall, the prophecies will be proclaimed, and what God says is that they will be a binding on America. So they will be ties, they will be chained, the nation will be bound up and chained up by the messages that you are listening to. And that is why I always say, if you can go and watch the, if you can go and read the messages, the bond that you have, not with me, and not even with the messages, but with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord Jesus himself, will be that much stronger. Because there's something about reading and hearing God expressing himself for himself in these written messages that I know it has had a lasting effect on so many people. I get your emails. I see your testimonies. I am aware that you are repenting. And well, you should. If you have been walking in sin, and you needed a YouTube video to grab you by the collar and wake you up to the time and the season, then, well, you should repent, and you should make it a daily pursuit. It is honorable to walk in holiness before the Lord. Imagine how holy God is, so holy that when the angels see him, they're used to him. They didn't meet him this weekend. They're used to him. He's been with them all along, those of them who were wise and decided to stay in the home that he created for them and not come down here and be sleeping with Becky and, and Sue Ann. The angels that decided to keep their first habitation, to keep their first estate, the presence of God is still able to surprise them. Imagine immortals still able to gaze upon their father for who knows how many years, able to gaze upon him and be amazed that they will cry out compelled to bring forth worship holy such a different environment and ecosystem up there and here on earth 
What are we finding? Some are cleansing their garments and others are trying to find out how much sin is okay. Do I have to get rid of everything? Do I have to give up the fornication and the smoking and the lying and the stealing and the dissembling and the envy and the gossip and the gay life? Do I have to stop being trans? What's the lowest bar that I can hit and still attain heaven? They're giving everything up there. Others here are finding out how to give everything down here. And then there's some people trying to find out what's the cheapest bleacher seats that I can buy and still be able to watch the game. May God help you with that. And so the next thing that the Lord said in that very high atmosphere is he was talking about revival. And the nations he mentioned were Bahrain, Pakistan, and Kenya. Bahrain, Pakistan, and Kenya will have revival. And the Lord made it known that this is true revival. This is casting away your idols, whether it's political idols that you have in Kenya, whether it is, I think Bahrain only has one king, so it's not like they have a different kind of westernized political system. But true revival, God says, and it centers around repentance, people repenting of their sins, listening to and accepting the true gospel so that when the true gospel comes, we cannot think that when the true gospel comes, people just say, oh, this sounds great. This sounds better than what we're used to. When the true gospel comes, it is very confronting to a false gospel. There's always a clash of kingdoms. When people come and start talking to you about any of the basic Bible tenets that do not line up, with what you were taught. There's an instinctive rise to defend what you know. And the reason for that is because if someone comes and attacks what you know, what you've always believed in, especially if you're a crime scene Christian, you're a Christian who's been studying Mystery Babylon, your hair has gone gray, you have a wall-mapped chart about how it used to be Iraq and it will be Iraq again, and there's a whole coalition that believes that Mystery Babylon, the, the Antichrist and everything, it has to be in Europe. Imagine you've devoted years of yourself to confusion, unfortunately, and then the true gospel comes powerful cutting. It's offensive. There's a clash of kingdoms. Dark and light. Darkness and now light is trying to enter. Is light trying to enter to just be offensive? Is light trying to enter to say I'm better than you? No. When the true gospel comes, false Jesus, rapture date YouTube channel Jesus has to fall. He has to bow. When real Jesus comes in, and says that you will suffer many things for my sake. And they will put some, some of you in jail for 10 days. And woe to you with the babies because off to the mountains you go and just pray that it will not be in winter. When real Jesus comes in with that kind of conversation, all the people who follow false Jesus are triggered. They are highly upset. And this is why America doesn't have true revival because it is next to impossible for real Jesus to get a word in edgewise. But these three countries, bless your souls. The Lord has said that servants will come to you. And they will witness to you on his behalf. And you will participate in the genuine revival of those 
days. Imagine. So there are days coming where countries are going to have the bright light. Let us go to the book of Isaiah. The bright light of the true gospel that is perhaps not wanted in some locations is going to be welcomed in other locations. People are going to cast their gods. They're going to cast their idols. They're going to cast their spell books. They're going to cast their sorcery and their generations of lies that they have inherited from their fathers. They're going to cast all those things away and they're going to willingly welcome in the truth of the gospel. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 9 and verses 2, just verse 2. And it says, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. There's no brighter light than the truth of the Bible. There's no brighter light than that. It makes you sharp, and it actually wows you in its simplicity. What a pity that now in Christianity, people who don't know anything about the blood of Jesus, they don't know anything about how to pray for a family member to get free of an addiction, are the same people that want to know, do you actually know what the, what the word Genesis means? And do you know the origin of the word amen? Just imagine, we're in the end days. You have the Bible in front of you. You can study and you can become an expert with the bow and arrow. You can become an expert with the sword. You can become an expert with the sling. The truth is here in front of you, and yet you complicate it until you end up like the poor victims of Romans chapter 1. Who are those victims? The victims of Romans chapter 1 are the ones who the Bible says, thinking themselves wise, they became fools. It's right in front of you. If you read it, it will enter into your spirit. But you want to wonder about the most obscure points of it, and then you fall into a pit. And so God will just pass right over that kind of thinking, that kind of theology, and go to the people that he knows. Behold, I stand at the door of Kenya. I stand at the door of Pakistan, a Muslim nation, and not just a Muslim nation, but a militant Muslim nation, a nation where they consign Christians to the poorest areas of the country and they mock them and they think that they're crazy for following a God who doesn't better their lot. If God is so powerful, why doesn't he make you richer? And why doesn't he put you in the government? Why are you just this tiny 2% group of people? God is going to open Muslim Pakistan, Muslim Bahrain, three countries labeled, three countries named Two out of three following Allah and only one Christian but corrupted in their Christianity, loving false prophets, false signs, false miracles. The Bible they have had, a contingent is praying and another contingent is going off the rails and atrocities are happening there in the church. False prophets are rising. People are running after fake signs and miracles, buying little trinkets and bringing demons and mermaids into their lives, into their homes, destroying the foundation of Christianity in a historically Christian nation. And God is saying, I'm going to intervene and I'm going to put a stop to the false worship. Two Muslim nations and one Christian nation 
And if you will remember, I spoke of the revolving door prophecy a long time ago, and I said that the long-saved people, those entrusted with the gospel since so long ago, are going to become offended when Jesus doesn't come back, offended when they realize that they might have to lose their life and that they cannot, if they want to stay true and go to heaven, that they cannot go and take mark of the beast and all that. Once they realize that they actually have to go through the fires of affliction, the fires of testing and purging, in order for their mouth love to be proven to be a heart love of Jesus, well, out the revolving door they will go and in will come the Muslims, that's for sure. The Muslims and the Sikhs, the Hindus, those who follow Shinto religion, Islam will come in. Baha'i will come in. The atheists will come in. And the people suffering from church hurt. Praise God. Repentance. Repenting of sins. Actually sorry. No excuses. Able to say, Lord, I did it. And here is the reason that I did it. Able to accept the truth able to lay the sins down. He says, able to listen and able to receive, accept the true gospel. You know that in order to accept something, you're not going to try and debunk it. It is impossible to accept what you feel led to debunk. Cross purposes. You have a child, perhaps your child is in prison. Your child doesn't have any money. He wants to hear your voice. She wants to talk to you. They call home, hello, this is so-and-so county jail. X and X person is calling. Do you accept the charges? No, I debunk them. It's all lies and fear-mongering. How is your child going to talk to you in those circumstances? The debunker of today is the mocker and scoffer of his story. Historical fact, mockers and scoffers that Jesus said in Matthew 24 will abound, which means that they will grow like mushrooms and you will turn around and they'll be everywhere, including in your own family. Such people cannot accept the true gospel. It puts them on edge. It's like fingernails on their soul. How dare you? And yet these three countries, God has found you good ground. God has found you good ground. He says that he will send people to you to witness to you on his behalf so that you can be a genuine, a place of genuine revival and be a part of the genuine revival of those days. Yes, the genuine revival days are coming and we thank God for it. The last thing the Lord said to me on that day was, Judgment will be unsealed in the United States, and at that time, the visible experiences of your prophecies will be seen. So the day will come when it won't just be Celestial made a video. The day will come, and I've always known it. And I've mentioned it a few times. The day will come where I will not show up to make any fulfillment video. I won't have the heart to, and there will be no need to. Some horrible 
major false flag takes place somewhere. We see Barack Obama grinning his deepest grin as he walks up to become supreme leader of the whole place against the protests of everyone who says it can't be him because the Antichrist comes from Europe and it can't be him because he has to be incredibly charismatic and most of us hate him. No understanding of what it means when spiritual wickedness wakes up like a misty perfume and begins to rise out of you don't know where and affects the mind. And as I said, what you hated, what you despised, you sleep and wake up and look at the TV and see him and love him and into the Obama conga line, you will go completely forgetting what you said in 2022, 2023. It could never be him. It will be him, him and all his stooges that he will eliminate one by one. You won't see the Clinton. You won't see the Bushes. You won't see Kamala. You won't see anybody. Player one is going to show why he's a single player only. The day will come. Judgment unsealed in the USA. Visible experiences of the prophecies now seen. America, the rainbow nation. Straight men telling people, I was confused about my sexuality. 65 years straight brought four kids into this world. You will see that man telling everyone he was confused. He's actually non-binary, mostly gay. The spirit of destruction raging in this country, madness, people completely off their heads. The Lord says that the psychiatric units will not be able to hold the applicants. People will lose their minds and become unhinged in America. When we start to see all that, is there any need for fulfillment videos? We will live the prophecies, the visible experiences. This is what God is saying. And so the title of this prophecy over two days, September 3, September 4, 2023, the title of this prophecy is SOS. Simply means distress signal, distress call, calling out for help, a nation under attack and not getting it. And yet, in the end times with so much going on, God is prophesying new life, revival, revival. Coming back to life in the midst of death. Coming back to life. Dry bones. Nations. Nations are made of people, you know. Dry bones receiving the water of the word of God and bringing forth fruits that will glorify God. Repentance is the key.